Hey lovers and welcome to season 4 episode 5's installment of Uncomfortable with Nash. Baby baby. <laughs> A pinch and punch for the brand new month. It is the 1st of September. So what better way to start a new month than with a podcast with yours truly, me. Um, before we get into it, I would like to address the fact that, first of all, I googled myself. I know vain. Google me, baby. But I was just curious to see something. I don't even know what it was that I wanted to see because I got distracted by this thing that I saw. It's called Chartable. I don't know who or what or where Chartable is or are, but it's like a list basically of a top 100 and um, Uncomfortable with Nash was on there. Literally, top 100 must listen to podcasts. I don't know whether it's in Zim or all over. I don't know. I think it's giving Zim. This is me definitely being insecure because why would I be on a list with all over podcast and be at the position I was at. Um, I was at number 60, which is absolutely exciting. Like, I was like, I don't even know what this is, but this is exciting for me. So, yeah. And also today or yesterday, I reached, we reached a thousand plays. So, yay. Thank you so much for the love and support. Appreciate it. Let us take a quick look at our top five, right? And number five, we've got Germany with 7%. I don't know how I feel about having listeners in Germany. Bit conflicted. (laughs) Exciting, but conflicted for obvious reasons. Um, In the UK, also 7%. That's number four. Uh, That makes sense because uh, when I speak English, I sound like them because they colonized us. So, Mm. Uh, Zim, 21%. That's at number three. Makes sense, I'm a Zim. And US, 22%. And obviously number one, SA with 32%. Special request, please, please, if you can, try listen to my podcast on Spotify because that's the only way they will take me seriously. I don't know who they are, but yeah, if I want to be an ambassador or receive ambassadorship, stop making money with this shit. I need Spotify's numbers to like skyrocket and we're doing really well, but it's kind of like spread out. I need it to be on Spotify. So if you can help it, please, please, please listen to Uncomfortable with Nash on Spotify. But if you cannot, that is okay. I am available on a number of pl- pod. <laughs> Let's try that again. If you can't, I am available on a number of platforms: um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music. That's a new one. Um, iHeartRadio, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Stitcher. So, literally, as long as you're listening, I'm really happy. But if you can help it, please try to listen on Spotify. Okay. Um, so if you can hear the acoustics sounding a little different than what they usually sound like, that is because I am in studio at work. I know no peace at home. So there's just always noise, 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 all the time, noise. So I'm recording here right now. Studio is not as soundproof as I would have liked it to be, but it's, it's, it's a major improvement from home. So that is what you will be hearing. So you might hear people from work walking past, hey, 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 talk my shit every now and again also i feel weird about swearing in studio because this is giving radio like i'm at work so i'm obviously not allowed to swear on air but you you know there's an e on my podcast so i'll be swearing let's just get out of the way fuck 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 okay okay i've settled now so yeah I'm, i'm recording at work today uh so inspiration for today's podcast 
was brought about by something I've told you guys to do a million times, okay? You can reach out to me on my social platforms, but the only one I really take seriously is Instagram, um, at Nasipi, N-A underscore C underscore P-E-E, or if you look up Kosa Queen, spelled with X-H-O-S-A, you can find me on Instagram as well. Uh, so yeah, hit me up, DM me and request whatever it is you'd like me to cover, a topic you'd like me to cover. Uh, you can also send me an email if you want to be formal about it, nasipi at gmail.com. Nasipi mana, sorry. Nasipi mana at gmail.com. That's N-A-S-I-P-H-I. Nasipi mana at gmail.com. You can hit me up on there and I will do the right thing. Uh, so somebody actually did it and it's so exciting because it is something that I have, you know, been curious about because, you know, it's one thing for you to come onto my podcast and listen to me talk about whatever is on my mind at that time, but for you to actively give me a topic and ask me to cover this, I don't know, kind of means more because it's, it's like you wanting to hear my specific opinion on said topic which i don't know it's making me feel special it's making me feel special (laughs) um so yeah that is where this topic comes from today somebody sent in a request and i am going to read the request shortly but also before i read this request can i just say i was listening to my podcast like yesterday um the one called uh for the sake of peace because i needed advice so i was just like why not take my own advice i'm not here giving gems of wisdom to people let me see what i had to say i really don't take myself seriously but when i was listening to my podcast i was just like oh my gosh i'm making sense did i say that oh my god that is so wise i should listen to me more so i get it (laughs) i get it i get it why you're here i get it why you listen to me i get it so again thank you so much for the support and the love okay let me not waste any more precious precious time and let me read this request that came into me um it was from a friend of mine actually uh so she's like hey nashi you know for your podcast i think you should have a topic around watching porn i'm very curious to why men watch porn and the kick they get out of it in high school it was a big thing amongst guys and they loved it but in growing up um, or in young adult life, men started concealing the fact that they still watch porn. But I've always wondered why they do it. Today, I came across a Facebook post where people were sharing how they lost their husbands and wives due to porn and a TED talk on how the speaker experienced porn himself and how his relationship with women was different because of what he consumed through porn. I'm very interested to know why men watch porn considering women exploitation. Um, I just don't know if people are brave enough to engage on that if they have an opinion. I don't know if your name wants to remain anonymous. You definitely won't be able to find it with the name your name because that is a nickname. But yes, I was just like, you know what? I could definitely tackle this. I could cover this. This is a very interesting one. And so I did some research. I spoke to a couple of men from work, from um, online. I posted it on my socials so that I can get some engagement. I think they were shy on my socials. They did not want to answer the questions so that I can get my data because I just, I didn't want to just go online and Google why do men watch porn, you know? I wanted to hear it from like real people, real men. I felt like that would be like more engaging. And so, yeah, the three questions that I had for the men was uh, number one, actually it's four questions. Number one, do you watch porn? Two, why or why not? Number three, 
um, what satisfaction do you get from watching porn? And number four, how often do you watch porn? So I spoke to a bunch of guys and let me give you some of the results. The ones that I was actually like noting down. I'm not going to cover all of them. It's a lot. But yeah, some of the first few ones from the guys I spoke to. So guy number one said yes, he watches porn because of boredom. And question three, what satisfaction do you get? And like, you know, he says that it's a performance aspect. He understands that it's not real. He just wants to learn stuff and also to just jack off. (laughs) And he watches it like once a month. Second guy I spoke to said yes. And the reason is to spark creativity, adventure, and also to jack off. That was the satisfaction aspect to jack off. Um, and he watches it every other month. It's like at random. He doesn't have like a roster. <laughs> Number three said that yes, they watch it. Um, and initially they watched it because it was a gateway to sexual experience from a young age. As Yune had said, high school and whatnot. And then they kind of just carried it out through adulthood because of the feel-good factor that came with it. The satisfaction that they got from it was fantasy, addiction, and to bust a nut. They all be jacking off. Oh my god. Um, guy number four said yes. I asked why. He says because he loves it. I was like, oh, that is very candid. Thank you for that, sir. Uh, and also the satisfaction that they get is that brings new ideas, inspiration, and he watches it twice a week. <laughs> Guy number five said no, doesn't watch it. Um, because when he did watch it, it was peer pressure. He does not get any satisfaction from it at all because it makes you horny and want to do dumb shit. And so how often does he do it is not applicable. Guy number six said that he watches it. Uh, initially, it was because of curiosity. The satisfaction they get is arousal. And how often is it's not active and he just watches when it pops up on his timeline i'm just like why is your timeline wired that way though like why do pornographic images or scenes be popping up i don't know how many of you have been to the side of twitter um but i went there accidentally it is a link that i got sent and then i don't know rabbit hole and yay twitter porn is a real thing there's porn on twitter you don't even have to go to pornhub anymore there is porn on twitter to the level that you would see on pornhub maybe not as professionally videographed as on pornhub because you know they got money to make it clean and whatever um but on on twitter it's like real people who's who've got real profiles recording with their phones so it's got that i got sent a nude aspect okay that was a sidebar guy number seven so guy number seven said no he does not watch porn right um when i asked why He said that it was initially for the adrenaline rush sexually because usually he felt like he needed the arousal to make him feel less alone, if that makes sense. (coughs) Third question, what satisfaction? Um, He said it would get rid of all the sexual desires and just to clear your mind. A lot of them actually did mention this post-nut clarity, they call it. (laughs) So it's just to just 
get it out your head and Hansi used to watch it at least once or twice a week so he doesn't watch it anymore I don't know how honest he was being but yeah that was that was his answers so yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was I don't know it's it's something that I've always thought but yeah sure I'm sure men watch porn but to actually like talk to them and hear that they do and um get their reasoning as to why it made it seem i don't know so much more real so much more tangible you know and i was not judging i cannot judge i need to remain objective always as objective as i can um so yeah, some even wanted to like explain further or maybe justify further why they watch porn. And so one of them, I don't know, I don't remember these guys because I said they were anonymous. So I just wrote here guy one, guy two, guy three. And most of them are one, two, three, four, single. And then two of the guys I spoke to, no, four of them were, ma- were single and then two of them were married. Of the guys that I spoke to. I don't know if that math makes sense. But yes, um, and the married one says that, like, as a married guy, you need to watch porn. I actually wrote this down. I'm looking at my notes right now. And you need to watch porn because the dynamics change in marriage. And, um, you know, you think you're going to get married and be able to get it whenever you want it. (laughs) But that's not the case. And so you know for the sake of not having to outsource that particular activity or task they'll watch porn i don't know maybe they can get some ideas and maybe to spark something i should have asked but so do you watch with your person can google if you want to like spark something but podcast for another day um yes i also have post my clarity in my notes but you know women don't understand they said this women don't understand how you cannot focus uh, on anything else when you are horny like it just comes at you in such a rush and you know even if you are in a position to get sex like if you're married or if you have a girlfriend your person is not always going to be in the mood to satisfy your craving and i don't know they'll put it off oh let's do it later or let's do it tomorrow or whatever but the feeling is like now and it's like pressure and it's incessant and you cannot do or think about anything else but that so that's where um porn comes in so that you can just get it out the way and have the post nut clarity thing that they were talking about um i feel like i needed to have a guy jump onto this podcast so that they can explain personal clarity but from the guys that i did speak to from my understanding of it it's just like almost like a <laughs> a revelation type of thing where your mind is just clear as as they said it's just like clear you can think clearly your thought process is not being interfered by these random flashes or images of sex or anything sexual because of said desperate or like defcon one horniness you know 
hence a lot of them did say to jack off when i asked what satisfaction do you get so yeah so about the ted talk that she was talking about i asked her to send me a link for the ted talk uh, about the guy that stopped watching porn right um because of how it was affecting him and let me tell you it is so interesting i'll try to include it in the link of the description of my podcast it's very very interesting i forgot his name but he sounds like he's from like europe side his english is very you know that side i know i'm sounding french right now but i'm not completely sure he might be from spain (laughs) so i watched the ted talk it's really not long it's like 15 minutes and it was very interesting his perspective as to why he decided to stop watching sex i mean yeah stop watching sex initially stop watching pornographic material and one of the things that stood out to me that he said is that it changed his relationship with women like his interaction with women it completely changed how he interacted with women because of the pornographic material that he consumed so at first when engaging with women obviously with maybe coitus as the end goal whether it's like a one night stand or a casual thing or to get into a relationship so that you can regularly have sex with this person whatever the end however the end goal is achieved but the end goal is sex for men when approaching a woman for whatever right um so he said that before he started watching porn he used to get excited or interested by the conversation you know what am i going to go up and say to her how is she going to respond what am i going to say to that response will she give me her number um will she be interested in me will we click you know natural human things when interacting with another human being right um the build-up of 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 their conversation the chemistry will it be there um just all the events leading up to the actual sex you know um location where is it going to happen for the first time what is it going to be like um what is she going to smell like how is her skin going to feel that's how he would think right and then after watching porn he was not he says that he was not so much interested in the conversational aspect right so i don't know how often this man was watching it but if it changes drastically it must have been quite a lot so after watching porn he says that all of the things like they didn't really matter you know like if it didn't work out with this one he'll just get on to the next one just so he could get to the end goal of when they get to smash right and what he noticed in 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 watching porn is that the reason that that was happening is because there's no emotiveness in porn very little emotiveness i'm sure now you can find porn that you know will tickle your fancy there's something for everybody out there right but i'm talking from the perspective of the porn he was watching right he said that there was no emotiveness there was no tender loving there was no build up you know it's just like 
three, two, one, action. And there's a naked woman, there's a naked man. Either he was delivering pizza or he came to fix the pool, whatever the situation was. Um, you know, but it all just like leads straight to it. And the focus of the cameras when 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 recording the action, said action, is on the penetration, okay? They're not trying to show you him kissing her neck. He's not kissing her neck. They're not trying to show you him kissing her neck. They're not trying to show tender caress or loving. It all the action is just centered on the genitalia. It's breasts. It's the bum. It's the penis. It's the vagina. It's you know just the penetrative act. Oh my god! As I speak of this, I can actually picture it. Fire, fire. Um. And so he's like that that his mind was just it just became wired that way. And also I noticed that in porn, a lot of the times they're doing positions where those angles will be clearly visible, clearly depicted, right? Um so the man's the mandem's hands are either on his waist or behind his back or just out of the way because it's very different from like a love scene uh between Tom Cruise and Kate Winslet, I don't know, those are the first two names that popped up in my mind, you know, where you can see they're doing something, but it just looks like there's love there, and you would have watched throughout the movie the build-up, the tension, the chemistry, and all of that, you know, and that's not the case with porn, and so it changed his interaction with women in that way, where, you know, he was not picturing the build-up of things, he was just like, oh, I wonder if she's gonna have, like, a Brazilian cut or is she gonna be like plucked chicken (laughs) I don't know know what the term is called when it's like bear you know I don't want to involve babies in it but when it's like that clean like clean shape or will it be a full bush you know will she be into this I wonder if she'll let me choke her or um if she'd be willing to try whatever you know like that is where his mind was um Another thing that he said was he was having this conversation with this girl. It's a 20 minute conversation. And she was talking to him about, um, about the voice, right? The show, the voice. Um, and he had never watched it. So she was explaining to him how the voice works. And I'm not going to get into all of that. I'm sure you, y'all have at least come across at least one video from the voice. Right. So he was like, okay, cool. And then, after this conversation he was in the shower and you know he was thinking to himself i wonder what song i would sing what would my audition song be to make one of those judges hit the chair so that it can turn around you know and he says that this was a very profound moment to him because never in his life had he ever had any aspirations of being anything musical like he just enjoys listening to music that is it um he had never considered a career in music he he can't even sing like it's just not that deep with him for music you know and here he was in the shower thinking oh no that song would not have the desired effect oh no that beyonce song there's too many ranges i wouldn't be able to hit those notes and he's like and that's and that's what his brain was focusing on just after 20 minutes of that conversation um with 
said Han about the voice. Now, can you imagine how your brain will be wired after I don't know how many minutes or hours of pornographic consumption? So say, for example, you're into, I don't know, teenage Asian girls, you know, there will always be a demand or is it a supply? And does it just go watch the TED talk? But there will always be something for whatever you're into, right? So by watching porn, you're participating in human trafficking, essentially, because if your brain is going to be like wired that way, it's not going to be enough for you to just consume it virtually. You're going to want to enact you're gonna want to try it you know if you're out you're always watching bbw is it bbl those big women and that's what your interest is going to naturally shift into do you know what i mean so yeah it was a very interesting ted talk and kind of like provided a lot of insight into into the whole subject matter right I wish that she could have shared the link with the wives and husbands who were talking about how porn ruined their relationships or ruined their marriages, right? I didn't get a chance to go on there and see, but (laughs) I can just imagine, you know, I can just imagine, especially with constant consumption, and by constant i mean weekly like once a week is a lot for me (laughs) for me once a week is a lot for me um because i can just imagine that it it builds these unnecessary expectations on both sides not just for women not just for men on both sides it's 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 very unrealistic i get the whole inspiration thing trying new things you know you only know what you know or as much as you can know so to know more you need to go out find information to know more so i can understand why you would go watch so that you can what are some of these reasons get new ideas get inspiration um you know try things to be adventurous especially in like a long-term relationship where things can get a little mundane um but ish guys if too much of anything is is bad for you like everything everything must have what is the saying moderation is the word everything in moderation type of thing so if you guys if your husband or your wife are watching it constantly like constantly and you're not going to be at the performative level of the content that they watched because nobody goes for that long (laughs) i'm a giggle at that i'm a giggle at that it's not really nobody but like most people don't go for that long most people don't go for that long um i remember watching a netflix documentary about how inaccurate um the information that we have about sex is if we have learned it from porn you know so i can understand curiosity vibes from high school but if you really want to learn talk to some women you know read some journal watch documentaries informative documentaries like i can suggest some even principles of pleasure on netflix um love sex goop on netflix that's where you can get to actual talk to actual listen to actual sex therapists listen to what 
women like what men like the kinds of things yo guys there's so much information that you can get if it's for informational purposes um not porn so she was saying that it's inaccurate how much information that you get from porn so you get these girls that are yo i'm not even gonna attempt to moan right now (laughs) i'm at work but essentially, you just get these girls that are just moaning unrealistically and loudly. Ah, 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 ah. And it's not even like that. Now, it's like if you're not moaning like that with whoever you're engaging in sexual activity with, now it's just like, oh my God, am I not doing it right? Why is she not making the sound of the girl that was making the sound on the porno? You know? Whereas sex just involves a lot of breathing. You just need to breathe. There's a lot of breathing involved in sex but ain't nobody trying to do that in porn because number one it doesn't sound cute doesn't sound sexy um so they, they they be doing all this loud unrealistic shit you know so it's really not an accurate source of information gosh we're on 28 minutes now i hate it when my podcast gets long but yeah um so like for informational purposes hi shame and does and does um jacking off i can understand i can understand jacking off was one of the reasons right jacking off i can get it especially when they said when they said that you can't get it when you want it from your person or if you don't have a person you're single and you're horny what you gonna do about it i can get that that's one of the reasons um but addiction addiction was also one of the one of the reasons guy three said something about addiction and he's actually actively addicted to porn and also like why hide it why hide that you watch it then if it's something that you are going to actively participate in or engage in good morning I should have asked way more questions. Uh, it's giving part two. Hey, it's giving part two. We're going to have part two of this. So I quickly, before we, 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 we wrap it up, I want to just share my own experience with porn. I also think I came across some pornographic magazines, you know, some Playboy type things. When I was still in primary school and I remember immediately feeling like, oh my God, I need a smaller waist. <laughs> I need bigger titties, which was something that actually bothered me for the longest time because, oh my God, they came in so late. Ah, Asked my husband. He used to try and make me feel so much better. And I met my husband in varsity. So can you imagine? I still had very small titties when I was still in varsity. I don't know when they grew. Thank God that they did. But yeah, I remember seeing these women. I'm like, oof, I need straighter hair. I need longer hair. I need a smaller waist. I need a bigger bum. I need perkier rounder oh i needed it all you know and i don't remember watching yay let me not lie i do remember watching those etv movies after 12 (laughs) uh, i remember watching those um but they were more sensual they were more sensual they were not like the porn you'll see on Pornhub type of thing where you can see big ass penis right on your screen or this gaping 
I'm being so rude. This gaping vagina in your face, you know, where you see everything so graphically. The porn that I used to watch was so central, you know. Everything would be leading to the sex, you know, boss, secretary, you know, the late nights. It'd be a storyline, you know, a build up and stuff like that. And I think it has really shaped the way that I anticipate sex or the way I like to have sex. I'm not going to lie. There needs to be, there needs to be some, eh? there needs to be, there needs to be some, you know. So, yeah. And then when I came across that Pornhub type porn, I, it just was not doing it for me. I don't know. It just, I remember watching with my then boyfriend, now husband. Um, he's like, he's got a movie for us. He was so excited to watch it with me. Oh my God. He's got a movie for us. Ooh, let's watch it. Let's watch it. I'm like, we, we like watching movies. It's our thing. So yeah he puts on this movie and boom naked people i was like wait <laughs> try to re- rewind the curse i'm like why are they already undressed like let's start it again no that was the beginning of the movie um and yeah man it, things just started happening i think it was in the kitchen on the kitchen counter and i remember just feeling so uneasy so uncomfortable so what's happening why is he doing that to her why is she letting him do that you know it it kind of ties into what you said about women exploitation um i mean definitely right now though hey and has i don't think it's as exploitative because i mean women are putting themselves out there now you know you just go to only fans you'll get pornographic material voluntarily without second party it's just the girl doing whatever request that you wanted her to do herself right but we cannot deny that before things became so nuanced and so free and so you know what's the word and so progressive that's the word um you know a lot of the porn was not designed for the satisfaction of women no 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 and if you were a woman that learned about sex or anything sex related through porn you might find that you you do not get much satisfaction from sex because the way they were doing it back then it was not catering to women it always involved stuff being done to women whether he's sticking it in her mouth or sticking it in her anus or sticking it between her breasts or sticking it in her ear like it just did not look pleasant and even though I was not inherently aware of that when I was watching it with my husband, my body was telling me, my body was telling me that, uh, and I'm like, why does it not, why, why, why is it not having the same effect on me that it's having on him? And the answer was just right there, straight up obvious in my face, but it was not really catering for women. I think seeing a man give women head fellatio um, only my man is recent shit man it's recent shit I saw that in a manual though I saw that in a manual yeah the ETV porn that I used to watch but this this porn uh, Anasana, she is choking on something she is enduring something it, it really is giving exploitative and we don't even know what the situation is 
for those women to have been there in the first place guys human trafficking is such a serious issue oh my gosh and a lot of people that even manage to like get free from it they end up going back to it because of and funukuti propaganda that sounds political but the level of brainwashing and you know that happens for you to be in a position where you feel like this is your life this is all you are capable of doing this is all you can do and you know it kind of teaches you to be wired like to do things for the pleasure of men no matter how painful or uncomfortable or how unpleasant it is for you that was my experience though with porn um what kind of porn do i like now i don't watch porn often at all actually let me not lie no let me not lie not not at all maybe like when i'm lacking inspiration mentally my mind is it's a wonderful place like i can imagine anything and everything so if i need to like masturbate or anything i just imagine a scenario and again it tracks back to when i used to watch the 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 the, the emmanuel type porn you know where there's a story there's a build up you know it 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 needs to be that it does not it does not work for me the porn with men and women even women and women it works better than man on man because at least the women are being like attentive to each other they're being gentle they're being you know anyway we're on 37 it's 37 i do not like long podcasts i don't listen to long podcasts so i don't want to, i don't want to i don't want to extend this podcast longer than it should be so we are going to definitely circle back for round 2 because this is such a broad such a rich um subject you know and there's just so much else that we can talk about with regards to it so much more that we can like expand on so we're definitely going to do a part 2 of porno but this time I'm going to be talking to women okay because I am a woman I'm going to be talking to women um and I'm going to be asking them how they feel about watching porn how they feel about their partners watching porn and yeah I'll think of some questions but the next one is going to be centered on the perspective of women watching porn because yeah really towards the end of my podcast I was talking from my perspective and I really believe that a lot of women are going to share my perspective I'm going to try and make my my study group very wide you know very broad so that i can get as many different answers as i can so i hope you know that you are answered as to why men watch porn um yeah there are reasons yeah <laughs> let me just leave it at that anyway i hope you enjoyed today's installment i am going to get on to the next one immediately while i'm still in the spirit in the mood of podcasting but right now i will leave you with love and light Music